0: How many of you remember Nancy Pelosi's famous missive, or infamous, I guess the way to put it back in the Obama years, that you've got to pass the bill? to see what's in it. Away from the fog of Washington. Well, out of the fog of Washington comes yet another iceberg, this behemoth of an infrastructure bill, 2,702 pages. Well, now it could go up a page or two or down a page or two or 200. We don't know. After all, it has been procedurally passed through the Senate and today or tomorrow, could get to the floor with the help of uh, 17 Republicans for a full vote, and your economic future doesn't seem to be part of the consideration. So is this a good deal for America? Is there anything in this deal that's a good deal for America? And overall, is it a good deal? Tim Phillips, president of Americans for Prosperity, joins me now. Tim, hey, good morning. Great to have you back. Good morning, David. Absolutely. So, Tim, 2,702 pages, roughly, depending on the interviews I saw over the weekend, what we were able to glean, maybe up to a third of it really core infrastructure, not even fully for different areas of infrastructure, and a lot of carve-outs for the Green New Deal elements, for other programs. And, okay, I don't know about you. I'm a pretty good reader, but I can't read 2,700 pages in a weekend
1: now this thing is and it's just outrageous david they've spent another trillion or the, the senate has approved another trillion uh that you're exactly right it, it it's hard to know for sure because again they hid this bill the contents for so long people are racing to get a to, to understand everything in it given how long this is um but bipartisanship is not an excuse for bad policy. This is bad policy. You nailed it on the Green New Deal provisions. You've got electric car charging stations, mandates uh, that will drive forward so much cronyism on this environmental, uh, on the environmental front. You've got money for animal overpasses. Uh, I mean, David, think about this. We've got genuine infrastructure needs in this country the government spent over or appropriated over 6 trillion dollars in the last 15 months and then they hold the country hostage by saying hey i know we've spent over 6 trillion the most in human history none of that on roads and bridges so we're going to hold what you really need for your family for your you know safe travel for commerce we're going to hold that hostage uh until you give us even more money that by the way we don't have uh it's, it's this is going to be almost all debt So it's it's terrible legislation, deeply disappointing to see these 17 Republican senators uh, vote to move it forward with all 50 Democrats. And it's a reason why so many conservatives, David, don't trust the Republican elected class. They they talk a good game about fiscal responsibility. uh, But in the end, a lot of them fold. And in this case, 17 senators on the Republican side did exactly that. And one other thing I'll mention, David, all these Republicans are going to say, Oh no, we opposed that three and a half trillion dollar bill that's coming next via, you know, reconciliation, but by doing this bipartisan deal, they're going to have a Rose garden photo op with Biden, Schumer, Pelosi, all hugs and kisses and, and such, and it's going to make. Biden, Schumer, Pelosi look more reasonable than they are so that when they pivot to that three and a half trillion dollar, you know, all in hard left piece of legislation. Next, they're going to have stronger polling numbers and a stronger profile with the public because these Republicans helped them get it. It's terrible legislation. It's bad politics as well. There's a bait and
0: switch here. And I started out by talking about the power grab in D.C. Now you've got the hard left running the show in D.C. for the Democrats and for the country for that matter. The power grab in this case is about monetary policy or the lack of fiscal policy and the lack of fiscal policy or fiscal sanity combined. Let me correct myself there. Because if you hamstring the country economically, and you have the bureaucracy, the special interests, and the politicians working together, the people can try all they want, but their say has less effect. So why would Republicans, and I'm in part rhetorical, but why would Republicans who have their eyes wide open to this, even if they can't read the bill in a couple of days, go along with a bait-and-switch? That they know is going to harm the economy.
1: Yeah, I think they would give the, the, the two The two things I hear the most are, well, my state is going to get some of these roads and bridges. And so, you know, it's not the best bill in the world, but at least I'm getting some money for roads and bridges for my state, um, which is a, you know, what a terrible misguided way to look at things. Um, the second thing they'll say is, well, you know, we 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 did the best we could. We need to show the country that the two parties can work together. And, and I I do like the idea of parties working together. I, I remember when I was a young guy, uh, those weevil Democrats in the House joined Ronald Reagan in passing the eighty-one and eighty-three tax cuts, and those Democrats stood up to their party to you know a very liberal media uh, and they did the right thing for the country but this is not an example of that <laughs> that was good policy you know tax cuts that genuinely launched our economy for a generation the mm-hmm. the Reagan revolution this is just more special interest handouts more cronyism you know more frankly liberal um legislation that's jammed into this 2,000 pages, I guarantee you this, David, as we actually are able to read every page and understand, you know, some of the obtuse and tucked in provisions, this is going to look worse and worse, not better and better in coming days. And so our teams, I know other folks are really digging through this to even find more of the hidden provisions tucked away in this thing. Um, but it's bad policy. Uh, we're posting the, you know, the names of these 17 Republicans in the Senate, along with the 50 Democrats, on our website at Americans for Prosperity. You know, if, if your senator is one of those, you know, whether it's Lindsey Graham in South Carolina, Tom Tillis North Carolina, Todd Young, Indiana, I could go on and on. Mitt Romney in Utah, et cetera, Let them know uh, that they did the wrong thing. And, and then I, I'd be remiss not to say that you know there are 33. Republican senators, you know, who did the right thing. And, and so let's thank them. If you look on that list and they did the right thing, you know, it's good to, to congratulate, say, you know, keep fighting. I've got your back when you're doing the right thing, but, um, this is bad policy. And in the end, I do think it hurts the country. I know, but it also, I believe hurts the Republican party, so many conservatives. We'll look at them and go, ah, that's the reason I don't trust the elected Republican class. They're just not consistently trustworthy at big moments like this. And it hurts their brand further, uh, and, and they deserve it in this case
0: let's i realize it's a broad question and obviously there's so many specifics we could dig into on this no reasonable person says we don't need to continually maintain our our infrastructure right our our power grid right. security hardening our systems water security water processing other areas that rarely get the headlines and yes roads bridges and railways but in broad terms what do you think would have been a better approach to dealing with fixing and maintaining infrastructure?
1: <laughs> so last year we urged Republicans and Democrats during the pandemic to target dollars specifically at roads and bridges early on. And, and to say, Hey, that it, it, it's, if you're go- if this money is going to be spent, and you're spending too much, so target that money earlier, rather than waiting until you've spent over six trillion or, or appropriated over six trillion over the last fifteen months. You know, waiting a- until now to do that. So target this priority for the country earlier with those early dollars. That's number one. Number two, even the federal government cannot spend all of that six trillion plus dollars that's been appropriated. So there is still the, the best estimates are around a trillion dollars that has that's been appropriated. So it's in the pipeline, but it hasn't been spent yet. Reallocate that already appropriated money uh, toward this national priority of roads and bridges. It's a simple legislative fix that could have been done here. I mean, you, I know you've probably reported on uh, half a dozen states have used this money that's been appropriated by the federal government. Half a dozen states, including California, have, have used it for teacher union bonuses for, for these teachers that weren't even in, in the classrooms in places like California. I mean, that's the kind of waste and abuse that's going on with all this money, while they hold hostage, you know, a few hundred billion for roads and bridges. So so those are the approaches that, that we recommended here to prioritize it, because we agree with what you just said. Your core infrastructure, roads, bridges, you know, rail, uh, it, it is a key function of government. I, I mean, that, that's one of the deals that you know, society makes for the government is, you know, Hey, we're going to give you some tax money, but for goodness sakes, prioritize the things that make our country stronger, better, uh, and, and able to improve the, the standards of living, uh, for your people. And, and one of those things that does that is, is roads and bridges.
0: Well, that was certainly not the the plan. Uh, that was put in place and that will be voted on possibly sometime today or tomorrow before it goes to the house and i think we can pretty much call the shot on how it's going to play out there tim thank you as always american for org, the website for any of you that want that information americans for org, and tim phillips the president
1: thank you tim thank you david we're going to keep fighting Yes, we have to. We have to, my friend. Thank you.